Psalm chapters 75 and 76. Psalm chapter 75, verse 1. To the overseer, that is, the director of music. Destroy not, which evidently is the title of a tune that this song is supposed to be sung to. Earlier in this book, we came across another song that said destroy not, and I thought that was the title of that song. It could have been read that way as well. However, now that we've come to the second song that says destroy not, we can be very sure that this is the tune to which this song is supposed to be sung. A Psalm of Asaph, a song. Asaph was specially appointed with Heman to be in charge of the choir and orchestra. We have given thanks to thee, O God, we have given thanks, and near is thy name. They have recounted thy wonders. We praise you, and your name is near. The name of God is his Son. And it says, when we praise you, your Son is near. And we recount your wonders. 2. When I receive an appointment, I, I do judge uprightly. It says, at the proper time, I will judge righteously. But it sounds like it's the singer talking. And Asaph was a Levite, so it's possible that sometimes he had to judge disputes between people. Even if he wasn't an established judge, he still may have had to settle some disputes. 3. Melted is the earth and all its inhabitants. I, I have pondered its pillars. Selah. Here is another verse that says that the earth stands on pillars. But I believe that this is metaphorical, meaning that the earth is stationary and does not move. Not that it's standing on literal pillars, but that it is stationary. And you might say, well, it travels around the sun. Well, I'm not so sure because there is some science that seems to point to it being likely that the sun is actually going around the earth. And Selah is a musical direction. 4. I have said to the boastful, Be not boastful, and to the wicked, raise not up a horn. Raising up a horn means coming against others with your strength. And it's saying don't think that you can take over people. We can't win any battle unless the Lord appoints us to fight that battle and win it. We can't just decide on our own that we're going to go fight a battle. 5. Raise not up on high your horn, ye speak with a stiff neck. A stiff neck means that you're stubborn. It sounds like the people of Israel are stubborn, and they want to fight when the Lord doesn't want them to fight. And what they really need to do is repent of their sins. Christians make the same error a lot of times. When trouble comes our way because of our sin, we want to battle the trouble without repenting. What ends up happening when we take God's plan into our own hands is that we end up sinning even more. The only thing that will really help us is if we repent of our sins and call on the Lord to help us. But when you're stubborn, you just keep sinning and you keep barreling through life with your horns like a bull, and you're just going to end up running into a wall. 6. For not from the east or from the west, nor from the wilderness is elevation. Going in any certain direction 
on earth won't save you. So you can battle the people to your north, the people to your east, the people to your west, and that won't raise you on high. The only thing that will raise us is if the Lord raises us, and he isn't going to do it if we're in rebellious sin. 7. But God is judge, this he maketh low, and this he lifteth up. It's saying that the Lord decides who will be raised and who will be lowered. 8. For a cup is in the hand of Jehovah, and the wine hath foamed. It is full of mixture, and he poureth out of it. Only its dregs ring out and drink. Do all the wicked of the earth. The Lord has a cup of wrath. It's a wine goblet, and it has his wrath in it. You know how a bartender will mix different things to create a drink? Well, the Bible talks about the Lord mixing drinks. And he always does it for his enemies, not his friends. Now, this is metaphorical. It's not literal. But when he gives a mixture of wine to an enemy nation, he doesn't hand it to them politely and then they sip it at will. No, he pours it down their throat by force. And this is spoken of in the book of Revelation as well. He will force feed mixed wine of wrath to his enemies. Mixed means that multiple forms of destruction will come. So it won't just be a tornado. It won't just be an earthquake. It won't just be a famine. It won't just be another army pillaging and plundering. It will be a mixture of calamities that come to a nation that rebels and will not repent. And don't we see that today? We have a mixture of calamities in the USA all the time. It's always one natural disaster after another, one economic disaster after another, one political disaster after another. It's a mixture because of our sin, and it's getting poured down our throats. 9. And I, I declare it to the age, I sing praise to the God of Jacob, which is the God of Israel. We can praise the Lord's name forever because he always does this to his enemies. 10. And all horns of the wicked I cut off, exalted are the horns of the righteous. The power of the wicked is destroyed, but the power of the righteous is elevated and grows. Now how do we be righteous? We obey the laws of the Lord and we repent of our sins. That is the only way to be righteous. We can't be righteous by pleasing church people or looking good in the community and joining all of the clubs and all of the charity organizations. None of that makes us righteous. It is only repentance from our sin and obedience to the Lord. And that concludes Psalm chapter 75. Psalm chapter 76, verse 1. To the overseer with stringed instruments, a psalm of Asaph. This is written for the director of music, which sometimes probably was Asaph. And that could be one reason why some people think that the director of music, when he isn't named, it's the Lord himself. Asaph is the director of music, and he's writing it to the director of music, which would lead us to think that he probably is writing it to the Lord. This song is meant to be sung on stringed instruments. A song in Judah is God known, in Israel his name is great. So in all of the royal tribe and all of the twelve tribes, the name of the Lord is a great and mighty name. 2. And his tabernacle is in Salem, and his habitation in Zion. Salem is a shortened name for Jerusalem. 
any town that you come across called Salem, that's like a nickname for calling it Jerusalem. And his habitation is in Zion. That's where his temple is. Zion is a district of Jerusalem. 3. There he hath shivered arrows of a bow, shield and sword and battle, Selah. The Lord shivers the arrows, which means he'll also shiver bullets and cannonballs. It doesn't matter what the enemy hurls at us when we have the shield of faith. We will be protected. This protection doesn't mean that you'll never suffer anything, but it does mean that you'll be spiritually protected so that you can resist sin and so that the will of the Lord will be done in your life. The Lord can work everything out, not only for your good, but to bring others into his kingdom. For bright art thou, honorable above hills of prey. A hill of prey would be like a mountain where there's a bunch of animals that you can kill and eat that has bounty and food. The Lord is bright above those hills and those mountains. Five spoiled themselves have the mighty of heart. They have slept their sleep, and none of the men of might found their hands. Those who think that they're tough stuff, they will die one day. They will fail in the end, and no one will help them. 6. From thy rebuke, O God of Jacob, both rider and horse have been fast asleep. When the Lord rebukes, he stops people in their tracks. With one word, he can kill us. But he can also just simply stop us in our tracks and make us completely ineffective. He makes the horse and the rider totally ineffective. 7. Thou fearful art thou, and who doth stand before thee, since thou hast been angry? The Lord is terrifying. His holiness alone will kill us. We can't go anywhere near him because of it. And none of us can stand before him, meaning to face him off. We will die if we try to do that. If he is angry at us, we have no hope of escape. 8. From heaven thou hast sounded judgment, earth hath feared, and hath been still. When the Lord speaks, the earth is still. 9. In the rising of God to judgment, to save all the humble of earth, Selah. When Jesus comes, in that sky, the whole earth will be silent and absolutely terrified. When he comes, in judgment to rescue us and take us up with him in the clouds. 10. For the fierceness of man praiseth thee, the remnant of fierceness thou girdest on. This is an interesting personification because it's saying that the wrath that humans have against the Lord, that wrath itself will praise the Lord. And that's true. When Jesus comes in the sky, every knee will bow. Even those who oppose him will bow in obeisance. Whatever power that his enemies have left will be girded onto him. So he'll take power away and use it for himself. 11. Vow and complete to Jehovah your God. Make him a promise that you will always obey him and fulfill that promise. Obey him. This is the only vow that the Lord wants from us. He doesn't want us to give him $100,000. What he wants is our lives in obedience. And we must fulfill that vow. It can only be done through faith. We can't make ourselves obey him. Our flesh will always sin. We have to spiritually, by faith, die to ourselves, and believe that Jesus is resurrected in us, and then Jesus in us will obey the Father. 
all ye surrounding him, they bring presents to the fearful one. Bring him a gift, which is your life. Bring him all you have. Lay your life on the altar and let that be your gift to the Lord. He doesn't want a bullock or a ram from you. He doesn't want gold. He doesn't want volunteer time at some charity organization. He wants you to obey. 12. He doth gather the spirit of leaders, fearful to the kings of earth. He gathers all the leaders of the earth, whether they want to be gathered or not, and he uses them all as puppets. He is ultimately in control of everything, and those who oppose him are working for him indirectly, even though they hate him. Everybody is a pawn in the will of God, but we need to make the choice not to be against him so that we can enter into his kingdom in the end. And that concludes Psalm chapter 76.